Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts, from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. Live and festive in the public's holiday headquarters studio at WSB. Hey, this is Lois Griffin, and you are listening to the Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11.077 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday. 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. A little adjustment to the scorecards if you are keeping score at home. Low T. Chuck is off uh, hunting or at the Trump rally in Cincinnati. We haven't gotten a, a straight answer. Uh, Crystal Wheeler, the catfish, is screening your calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Tad Lemire from the Tad and Melissa Morning Show on B98.5 FM joins us in studio tomorrow night on the show. Uh, actress, comedian, Wendy Liebman will join us, a favorite guest of the Mark Aram Show, so we have good stuff there. Uh, coming up in just a minute, little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Johnny Kibasa will have a fast food review. But in the meantime, we are talking about an American icon, a legend, Mr. Buzz Aldrin, 86 years young, second man to walk on the moon, uh, had to be airlifted from an excursion in Antarctica. Uh, he was uh, failing health. And they airlifted him out, brought him to New Zealand, where he's recovering nicely. But it just seems weird to me that a man with his uh, resume of travel, shall we say, Tad, the guy's been on the moon at 86, still feels the need to get out there and explore. And uh, I'm assuming that was, the, you know, he's like, I want to hit every continent before I go, which I, I respect. Uh, I respect those travel junkies. I just, I'd love to travel. I'm just lazy. It's not uh, too shabby, too, when you can get airlifted to New Zealand. Yeah, like, right, exactly. you're in Antarctica, you're like, hmm, what other fabulous place could I get airlifted? <laughs> you know, it's like, not too bad. Yeah, that's a heck of a way to get there. Well, apparently it's a very expensive excursion. He went as a tourist. Um, apparently it's very expensive to, to take a tourist trip to uh, the Arctic Circle in uh, Antarctica and the South Pole. But uh, if you got the money, if you if you got astronaut money, sure. Why the hell not? So uh, we're talking about travel. I would like to hear from those uh, passport junkies, the people that that just live to travel, because I I truly do respect that. I think that's very cool that you get out there and explore new places. I've been to Toronto. <laughs> that was actually a really nice city. Toronto's well, a really yeah. nice city. But I've never yeah. I've never done the Europe thing. Never been to Asia. Never been to Africa. Australia, what what hinders me is I don't want to do a 16-hour plane flight anywhere. Oh, right. That was horrible. I would, I'll go to Australia, but put me on a ship. 
Give me a cruise ship to Australia, and that's how I'll. Yeah, that's the only thing I didn't like about going to Amsterdam was that long flight. Yeah, I, mean, I was just like, I was ready to get off midway through the ocean. You know? Yeah, and the other <laughs> thing is, you went to Amsterdam for your honeymoon, honeymoon which yes. still. Mm-hmm. We got to talk to your wife. We should yeah. call your wife right now. It was her idea, that. actually. The <laughs> longest surprised me. The longest flight uh, I think that was available, you know, like uh, that was running the day. It was from Atlanta to Johannesburg. Yeah, it was like eighteen hours. Exactly. There are exercises that you have to do on the plane to so keep get from blood getting clots. blood clots. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I get a, a five-hour flight to L.A. and I'm crawling in the, the ceiling. I got to get out of there. All right, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Welcome to the program, Russell. How are you, sir? Hey, buddy. I was just sitting here thinking about poor Michael Collins. Poor you know the uh, the Irish dude. No, he, see that that's the thing. Uh, Neil Armstrong's the most famous man that ever lived, probably. Yeah. Nobody even knows who Collins is because he stayed in a spaceship. He never even got out onto the moon. Yeah, I wonder if he ever went on a you know a later flight and walked on the moon because. That's pretty bad. You know, you know what? I'm gonna I'm there. gonna find that answer for you because now I'm intrigued. Because how about what a tease that would be to to fly to the moon and never actually set foot on it. Let's see. Michael Collins was an astronaut, still alive, born October 31st, 1930, astronaut test pilot. Uh, he was the fourth person to step on the moon. Yeah, he did get on. Oh, the moon. okay. Yeah. Cool. At least they got to do it. Yeah, exactly. Wow. But I you're bet, right. No one ever heard of him. I, I never bet heard you're of him. so relieved, Russ. Now you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Collins. You ever see the movie Michael Collins with uh, no. George Clooney? Good movie. Highly recommend that. It's no big Lebowski. But... It's no. Bi- it's a different genre, though, right. Dad. It's okay. it's not a Lebowski esque <laughs> stoner film. It's uh, it's highbrow. Very, it is very highbrow. Very Russ, nice. you're highbrow. You would appreciate that. All right, Russ. I know you. I know you rarely leave the friendly confines of Gainesville. But what's the weirdest place you've ever been to? Uh, well, I saw the pot fields in Jamaica. The they who? probably don't have that on the moon. The pot seals? <laughs> yeah. What's a pot seal? Pot fields. Oh, pot yeah, fields. Yeah. yeah. It's only like, like acres of them, like seven feet tall. I thought it was The pot seals. Yeah, seals with pot yeah. bellies or something. Just very laid back seals. Yeah. You can ride those too. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Longoria. All right, Russ, good to hear from you, my friend. Oh, by the way, Russ, sign up for the uh, Mark Aram Show Christmas card. Tomorrow's the cutoff date. I've got the link up on my Twitter page, at uh, Mark Aram. Mary is in Alpharetta. Mary, welcome to the program. Thank you. Years ago, when I was living in Alaska, just about the time when Russia and America got back on good terms again, mm-hmm. Alaska Airlines sponsored tours to uh, to eastern Russia, over to the Kamchatka Peninsula, and to Siberia. Via, via boat? Flight. Pardon? Via boat? No, we flew over. Oh, you flew over. Okay, I'm sorry. We flew over from Anchorage over to Habarovsk. Gotcha. And then we boarded the Trans-Siberian Railway. Railroad, and took it. I think it was three day trip over to the southern tip. It was in Siberia, and it was the village of Irkutsk on the southern tip of Lake Baikal. And, and to learn about Lake Baikal, that's 400 miles long, a mile deep in the middle, and contains as much fresh water as all our Great Lakes put together. Wow! Now tell me about and, that Trans Siberian. Uh, that I heard that's a very romantic train ride. Well, we had our own couple cars yeah. for for our tour group, and there there's a lot of uh, at that time there was a lot of corruption and and hanky panky going on, and and they 
tried to keep us separate. We had our own dining area, and it, it was very nice. And we had so much fun because there was a really nice, compatible group of people. That mm-hmm. we learned about Lake Baikal and how much water it contains. It just just blew us all away to find out that there's a lake that contains more water than all of our Great Lakes put together. The fresh water. Spell and spell that lake for me. B a i k a l. Lake B a i Lake Bacall. I've never even heard of that. You it's, haven't? It's, no, no, it's called a rift lake. It's a rift lake in uh, in southern Siberia. Interesting. Have you ever heard of that before, Tadley? No, I want to get back to the corruption and hanky panky. <laughs> if it's all right. With yeah, you. absolutely. What a wonderful experience, though. That is. It, it was marvelous. And then after we had been there about three days, and some people took a boat trip out onto the lake, but the architecture. It, it's a very old, antiquated place of houses, of log cabins with architectural details around the windows and doors. Yeah. It was just outstanding. That is it. Look, I'm looking at it on the map. That is an absolutely huge lake. Here's something you did not know, Mary. What's that? 1,300 miles of shoreline on that lake. That's a law. That's a bit. I've never even heard of that. Very cool. Thank you, Mary. 404 872 750 1 800 WSB Talk. And now, 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 it's time for Who Would You Rather Be? With little Sanjay. He's the guru, the truth seeker, the soothsayer, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us when he wants on Thursdays on the Mark Aram Show. He is little Sanjay, a.k.a. Silky the Luckbox. How are you doing, Silky? Doing well. I, you know, I'm a little confused. I th- you said Longo went to Amsterdam for his honeymoon. Is yes. that right? I honeymoon, was, yes. I thought it was for his glaucoma. <laughs> but um, no? where did uh, yeah. so obviously you've traveled the world as as the world's foremost expert of uh, asking yeah, unanswerable questions. World tour. Uh, <laughs> where did you honeymoon? Did you honeymoon in India with your bride? Uh, no, I went to Costa Rica and Bocas del Toro in Panama. But what does that mean, Longoria? Bocas del Toro, the worst, the worst <laughs> Spanish-speaking yeah, Mexican yeah, in the Island history. Ireland with no electricity. <laughs> nice, very nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what? Uh, real quick, before we get into the questions, what's the what's the strangest place you've been in your in your world travels? Uh, you know what? Uh, probably Singapore because you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't chew gum there, and that was really weird. What? Why? Yeah, you, at least when I went. Did you have to be a certain height ago. to chew gum or something? No. <laughs> yeah. no. You weren't allowed to chew gum because typically gum ends up on the streets, and they were so vigilant about keeping it clean. Gotcha. That you yeah, you can get jail time for spitting in Singapore. I believe it. Yeah, I might be making that up. I don't know. Oh, and when we, when we were about to land in Malaysia one time, they said, if you have any drugs or drug paraphernalia... Please put it in the center aisle because if you are caught with it when we land in Malaysia, it is punishable by death. So what did you do? You threw it in the middle? <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Um, all right, real quick, uh, you can play along at home. Sanjay's going to ask us unanswerable questions that we will try to answer. First question, Silky. All right, would you rather survive on $2 a day for food or hot dogs only for six days a week? Get a lot of free food at the radio station. Two bucks, though. That's uh, what, for the any, whole day. Any kind of hot dogs, like yeah, you get you actually get your assortment of hot dogs. So I can go you to the varsity. Dogs, I can get them. Hot dogs. All right, I'll do what hot about? dogs. I'll do hot dogs six times. Tofu pups. Yeah, corn pups. Yeah, a week, six days a week. Yeah. Corn dogs. 
Chili yeah. dogs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going yeah. dogs. That's yeah. an easy one. Six dogs for six days Versus a week. $2. Catfish, do you want to live on $2 a day for food or have to eat hot dogs six days a week? $2. All right. Longoria? Hot dogs. Hot dogs, yeah. Yeah, you can right. go hot dogs. I can't get enough with $2. Catfish can live on ramen noodles for two bucks a week, for two bucks a day. She's all right on that. All right, next question, Silky. All right, would you rather be in a coma for five years mm-hmm. or paralyzed from the neck down for five years? You you fully recover from either of these. So after five years, I'm going to go coma, wake up after the Trump... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> might be up, better. I don't want to be around when everything's going on, so give me the coma for five years. I'll wake up post-Trump presidency. Tad? That's very tempting. Yeah. But paralyzed for five years. Yeah? Yeah. Quadriplegic or paraplegic, Silky? Uh, like, full, just, just neck up works. Quadriplegic. Quadriplegic, All right. yes. That's just neck up. That means your wife's got to wipe your bum, all that stuff. Fine. You're good? Do I get to talk? Yeah. Great. Yeah. We'll wheel you into the studio. You can do your morning show. (laughs) Catfish, you want to be in a coma for five years or paralyzed for five years? Coma. Coma. Longoria? Yeah, coma. Yeah, that's coma. Good. that's good coma sleep. Yeah, you can, you know, good coma sleep's hard to come by. <laughs> I mean, um, it would be very interesting. You come out of that coma to find out, like, to see where on. what's yeah. going on. You know, Kanye's president, <laughs> Longoria's <laughs> deported. Yeah, uh, I'd be deported now. Uh, Silky, next question. All right, would you rather have a phone that was always one hundred percent battery or always one hundred percent signal? Battery. Battery definitely. I've I rarely have signal issues. Battery is is an issue for me. Battery and by the way, I'm eligible. I just found out today for the new 6S uh, battery. They're okay. doing a replacement. Thing. Are they? Yeah, because I guess these phones are. Do you are have like a company dying. phone? Uh, excuse me. Do you have a company phone? They offer those? I don't know. Allegedly, yeah, no. only on the AM no. dial. Just the high rollers. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I need an upgrade. The the biggest problem I have is the memory. On this company phone is it's only fifteen megs or gigs or whatever the hell. Sixteen, right? So, That's your company phone. Yeah, I got to talk to Chris Egan. Yeah, you'll have to talk first thing tomorrow. Catfish, do you want a hundred percent battery life or a hundred percent signal? I would like battery life on my company phone. Okay, good. See, Catfish has a company serious? phone. Longoria, battery life or uh, <laughs> I have no company phone with battery life. Battery life. All right, you got time for one more, Silk. I got two more. All Would right, you quick. rather wait in line for three hours at the DMV or five hours at an amusement park? Cumulative. Going f- three hours DMV. I'll, I'll make a show out of it. <laughs> that'll, that'll be so research. I, three hours better than five. Five hours amusement park as long as somebody's bringing me snacks. You want you want a food Funnel run? Cake. Funnel cake. All right. Catfish, three hours DMV, five hours amusement park. With ale wine. DMV? All right. Logo Five ahead. hours amusement park. You get to ride something at the end of it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you amusement park, right. they just ride right. you. Or you get... Last one. <laughs> Go ahead, Silky. Last one. Would you rather have free McDonald's for life or free vegetables for life? McDonald's. Oh, God, Come on. Come Tad? On now. McDonald's. Yeah. Catfish? Really? Well, now that the nuggets are made with real chicken... <laughs> <laughs> I should say vegetables, but no. no. Really? I thought you go. But you're you're all healthy now. Wait, do it in this world is is this world calorie free? Or no, 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 you deal with the you got to deal with the consequences. Yeah. Supersize me. <laughs> so, uh, Longoria? McDonald's. Yeah, well, I don't know why I asked. That. I don't know why you even. <laughs> that, yeah, that was a waste month. of time. Silky, great job on the questions as always. Thanks, Follow buddy. them on uh, Twitter, Twitter and Instagram at Silky the Luckbox hashtag. Uh, hashtag 
Silky World Tour. We'll talk to you later, brother. Thanks, bud. All right, straight back to your calls next. Throwback Thursday. It's the Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show, brought to you by Low T Nation. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Straight back to the phones. Tony's in Dallas. Tony, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. When I was still in Boston, I went with the radio station, HOI in Rhode Island. So after 9-11 to Amsterdam for the High Times Cup, and that was definitely an experience. Amsterdam on a radio budget? Hey, it was a fun time, man. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I've I've uh, been to Miami. That trip was with Jeff Charles. I hung up on him. I'm sorry. Dude. Oh, you did? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say yes. It was with Jeff Charles. Really? Yes. And did he have a good time? He had a blast. Right. He loved it. Was Jeff very cordial? Bill, Bill's in Buckhead. <laughs> Bill, you are on the Mark Aram Show. What's up, buddy? Hey, happy holidays to all you guys. Right back at you, Billy. Listen, I had to, uh, I got a couple of things to share with you if I'm able, able to. You've got 40 uh, seconds, was, Bill. I was able to go to Saudi Arabia uh, on a musical journey, uh, and uh, that was a, uh, it's an amazingly unique experience. It was for the Aramco Oil Company. We, we'd go to these, out in the desert, these compounds, a lot of people from Texas and Louisiana, and, and play these shows. Hmm. What year was this, Bill? Oh, this is this is a while back. This is back in the eighties, and then I did a Route sixty six trip uh, out to California. Went to Death Valley, which was a very unique experience. You know, that's supposed to be the lowest uh, altitude in the U.S. or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've, I've uh, never thought about doing the. I like road trips though. You ever think about doing the Route sixty six, the infamous Route sixty six trip out west? No. Nah. All right. I've done a couple of miles of it. A couple of miles, faith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was off. like, yeah. I'm like you. Know, I, I got lazy on yeah. that one. I was like, all right, all right. Been here, done, done that. it. All right. Uh, speaking of road trips, Mark Alewine is going to take you down the road of news, weather, and traffic. We'll come back with more of your calls. Tony Joseph, Cornelius, Jim, and Terry, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review as well. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Throwback Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. Live and festive in the public's Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. Hey, folks, this is Mark Marin from WTF. You're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Enjoy. <laughs> He packed in the animals two by two, ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight, I couldn't get no sleep that night. Rolling stars, chips, and ham, tell me if I've got a master plan. Welcome back to do, uh, but, uh, Let's start that over. Welcome back to the show. I speak for a living. It's eleven twenty-six, uh, twenty-four in front of midnight. I mean, what, what, what words were those? I don't really? know. It was like blah 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 blah. Like blah gibberish. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I that was, was. I mean, impressive. Back when I was a snake handler, we would often talk in <laughs> tongues. We're yeah. talking about travel, so yeah. maybe you have been places. Exactly. You know what? It was the pressure of uh, <laughs> a major market talent like Tad Lemire in studio. Oh, that's yes. what it is. From yes. B ninety eight point five, uh, my good buddy and yours. When do we go out to dinner again? By the way, we need a dude's dinner again. I mean. Every weekend, if you ask me. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm, the uh, the budget doesn't... Uh, no, <laughs> but we can't. our friend Tim Clark 
Is I mean, this guy with the pecan pie yeah. and the, I mean. Picking up tabs left and yeah, right. Yeah, this, we, he, somehow, I mean, I, I don't know, just very quickly, he picked up, he picked, he told the waiter that we, he was ready for his check, but the waiter thought he said, um, I'm ready for the, the check. check. Did I ever tell you that story? And no, brought him no. a $600 check. Mark <laughs> gave the server at the restaurant 50 bucks as a thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we, went out to, we went out to Bones, which is a very expensive steakhouse. Yeah, yeah. Never and, been there. And, and Tim is dating this girl who apparently has him wrapped around his finger. And she texts him. She's like, bring me home pecan pie now. So he's like, yeah. So he's like, I got to get out of here. So we asked the waiter, hey, can I have my check? The waiter brought him the whole check. He didn't look. (laughs) Gave him the credit card. Oh, he didn't look? No. So Tad had like this big T-bone steak. I had lobster. (laughs) Tim had crab salad and pecan pie. (laughs) And it cost him $700. And by the way, by the way, I mean, you want to talk about setting up a relationship for failure. He had already selected another dessert. The pecan pie was her request after he said, I'm bringing you dessert. She's like, oh, bring the pecan pie. So he he goes, two desserts. (laughs) I mean, fantastic. He deserved it. Uh, Before we get back to the show, I I need the breaking news sounder, if you will, Longoria. Breaking news here on the Mark Aram Show. Where is Hector? I don't know if you know that I'm a big fan of Jewish Elvis. Do you know who Jew- Jewish Elvis is? Vinny from TV joins us in studio as well. Jews Nugget. No, I don't know. Who he is. Jewish Elvis. Tad, you, Jewish Elvis, you're in the music biz. No. Neil freaking Diamond is Jewish Elvis. Oh, really? Breaking news, he's coming to Phillips Arena. Nice. April 30th. Oh. And I am, um, I'm, I'm pulling strings. I've seen Neil Diamond twice in concert. Once at Phillips, once at Gwinnett. And I've sat front row both times. So I'm I am nice. working on getting front row seats to Jewish Elvis at Phillips Arena. That being said, do you have any interest in going? Yes. Yes. Vinny, you want to go? Absolutely. Sure, Gloria wants go. to go. Yeah. I'll buy you pecan pie. Tad wants to go <laughs> yeah, for pecan yeah, pie. Pecan pie. Pecan. I don't know if I'd buy pecan. a Neil Diamond ticket, but I would, would go you enjoy for free. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. I know Vinny would. Yeah, yeah, Vinny's got the, the, the hairy chest like Neil Diamond. So with the, <laughs> yeah. With the open <laughs> things. Yeah. yeah, anyway. All right, so you guys are interested. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I'm trying to get them. They're not even on sale yet, but I'm okay. working my connections at Phillips nice. to get a mess of front row tickets. So you guys are down. I'm down. Absolutely. Absolutely. April 30th. It's a Sunday, mark it on your calendar. I'll wear a jumpsuit. Uh, back to the phones. I've wasted way too much time with <laughs> yeah. you, uh, bananas. Tony's in Marietta. Tony, thanks for hanging on so long, my friend. Linda says, uh, preach, Mark. Welks to your lovely bride, Linda. Well, I tell you what, she uh, was fascinated by the conversation, being the world traveler that she has been. Um, the first question that she has oh, by the way, Ted, uh, welcome to uh, the Aram Airwaves. Um, few, many are called, rather, and few are chosen. <laughs> he so was, he made go. the short list for sure. Yes, he did, indeed. Thank um, you. I was going to talk about uh, some of my travels, but uh, she and I we were listening to the show, and uh, back in the 1970s, very early 73, 74, um, she and her uh, friend Ann stored up a bunch of money, and uh, they decided that they were just going to quit their jobs, which mm-hmm. they did, and they were going to backpack through uh, Europe and you know uh, the Asian uh, continent. Oh sure, wow. And they did it. And they flew from, uh, let's see, they went from uh, Chicago to New York to uh, Greece. And then from there, they just basically backpacked their way through hostels and all of that. And I said, so 
based on Mark's question, what was the craziest place that you were at? Now, bear in mind, they were in Afghanistan, Iran, they were in... Oh, wait, oh they backpacked through Afghanistan and Iran? Afghanistan, Iran, Iraq, Turkey, Greece, they... I, I hate to break it to you, but uh, Linda's in the CIA, dude. Yeah, people, <laughs> your wife's in the CIA. People will just backpack through Afghanistan. No, that's that's what they had with them. It, she was on a mission. No, it, it was a really <laughs> crazy trip because the only thing that they had planned was leaving the U.S. and how to get back home. So the long and the short of it was that uh, they had gone through uh, um, Greece, Turkey, and then and and these were bus and train rides. And this is back in the early seventies. The bus had broken down. They were stuck for a couple of days. You get up into uh, uh, India and into Pakistan, and then they made their way into, uh, you know, Western uh, Europe, and then, you know, they eventually got out of there. They made their way into Amsterdam and what have you. And, but I said, well, so what's the craziest thing? She says, when we were in Kabul, Afghanistan, she says, I was standing on a hill, and I was overlooking the city, but I was also looking off into the distance, and I saw all of these Bedouins with their black robes flowing. She says, the mix of what was new then and old, you know, in those times was just incredible to her. And she says her experience in Iran when the Shah was there, she says, you know, her being an American and her friend Anne being an American, it was like no big deal. I said, were you guys ever scared at any point in time? She's like, well, yeah, when the bus broke. Well, that was pre, that was pre-revolution, though, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, wow. All right, uh, Tony, i got to run, but listen, your wife's in the freaking CIA, dude. There's no question about it. Jim's at Ackworth. Jimmy Boy, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Six ahead of us, Jimmy. How are you, Jimmy? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm almost home, but... uh. I can't beat that last guy's wife, but I was in Europe for about two years. <laughs> Take that line um, out of context, by the way. Just that Jim going, <laughs> I can't beat that last guy's wife, but I can beat <laughs> <Yeah>. my own. <laughs> hey, man, I've been working 16 hours. I'm beat. Understood, my friend. Go ahead. But uh, I was in Europe during the mid-'80s, from about 85 to 88. Um, I was in the military, and being a young kid, you know, 18, 19 years old, went to um, Spain, Went to the beach, and yeah, that kind of woke uh, you know opened my eyes up to what I got to see there. No hmm. doubt. When was this again, Jim? This was in 1985 to 1988. Wow. So let's so, see. This was during the Cold War too. So yeah, was I was about to of, say. Not, yeah. Tensions were high, as they say in it the game. It was, but you know, um, a few times that I did actually get to go to the communist side, so to speak, as they say. Um, the people were nice. They were real nice. They they just questions and stuff. Did you sell jeans? Did you bring that was no, the big thing to no, sell jeans to um, I did have a pair. You remember Chucka Boots? <laughs> no, I don't think you're allowed to say it on the air, but go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Would you call them? <laughs> no, they're called Chucka Boots. They're actually what they're called. Yeah. Um I actually sold a pair of those. Are they like somebody wanted them? <laughs> are they like Zubas? Because Vinny, Vinny wears Zubas all the time still. Yeah. They were they were canvas with a uh, crepe sole on them. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Jim. Great call, buddy. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark here. I'm, I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take, and I'm covered with cheese. I aim to please and I always come with chicken or beef 
or marinated carne asada any day of the week. <sighs> Sounds like uh, this is going to be a Taco Bell review. He's rolling his R's. <laughs> Let's wax poetic. Let's wax philosophical for a couple seconds as we travel all over the world, Mark. What okay. makes a house a home? What keeps the home fires burning? What makes chickens come home to roost? What makes steaks come home to roost? What makes a house a steak? What makes a house a steak house? What makes corn chip nachos? And what transforms nachos into Steakhouse nachos from Taco Bell, Mark. I know you've been waiting for it all week since I tried to talk about Arby's the other day. And you went right into the Steakhouse nachos. We might as well talk about Only because every right time now. I turn on TV, Taco Bell is spending a fortune pushing the uh, Steakhouse nachos and the Steakhouse burrito. So that, that's You're the right. only reason I brought it up. Right. You can bring up whatever you want to, obviously. And I, I, You know what? I've never been a huge fan of Taco Bell's nachos, mm-hmm. partly because of construction issues. Most of the time when I get nachos from Taco Bell, I get about a quarter of the actual nachos that are edible. Then you you have about, I'd say, 66% of the nachos that are just dry chips. That don't Nothing have on them. The they don't layer. Yeah. They don't layer. Yeah. And then part of the, 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 the middle of it is melted so much that you, you, you kind of just got to grab it or you got to get one of those forks and <laughs> dig it on out and try to get it. So it just becomes sort of some sort of... Uh, nacho salad in the end, <laughs> but and and they're so, tough. Listen, and if you're driving, you can't eat the nachos while you're driving. That's a you know a take home or eat inside kind of a, a thing at Taco Bell. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're going to try to reach into a bag, you're the only thing you're going to do is try. Well, if you if you are driving and you try to eat it, all you're going to do is get the dry chips out of the side of it. Or if you're just going to go grabbing a handful, yeah. you don't know what the hell is going to happen after that. But, hey, it's Steakhouse, it's Nacho. And, by the way, Taco Bell's, remember when we unveiled Taco Bell's new website last year when they just started pandering to the Instagram generation? And It, it is such an annoyance anymore to go to TacoBell.com to try to do any research. That's why There's I a lot of flash. flash drop. What do they call that? Yeah. Flash graphics? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the parallax scrolling. Yes, that's exactly what I meant to that's, say. That's the a, parallax scrolling. Yeah. Parallax. Anyway, just did that. that's. Yeah, that's the worst uh, web trend of 2016 as far as I'm concerned. So listen, all of you web designers out there, enough with the parallax scrolling already. So as Vinny and uh, Tad are heading home tonight, uh, and should they stop at Taco Bell and try the steakhouse nachos or the burrito? I would skip it. Really? Would, get the burrito. If you're, if you're craving steak from Taco Bell, get the burrito instead of the nachos. If you're craving a juicy steak, go to the pony instead. Real quick, Johnny, before Indeed. we let you go, um, 30 seconds, your reflections on the passing of Jimmy Delegati, the creator of the Big Mac, who died Monday at the age of 98. Your reflections on Jimmy Delegati. Rest in peace, Brother Jim. You're one of the legends. You should be on the Mount Rushmore of fast food innovation. As everybody knows, back when he invented the Big Mac, Hamburgers in America were only three things, buns, hamburgers, and if you were lucky, cheese. And that was it. Then along comes this guy with a barrel full of Thousand Island dressing and a middle <laughs> bun that no one's ever heard of. The magical middle bun. Them all together the middle and bun. says, we're going to call this thing the Big Mac, and America and the world was never the same. They, they buried Mr. Delegati with a middle bun, apparently, because, uh, <laughs> you know, whoever thought of a middle bun middle before. Bun is important. Uh, Johnny, uh, we appreciate you as always, and... It's cholesterol's high, baby. 
Follow me on Twitter, and I just dropped a new podcast on Johnny Kielbasa.com. JohnnyKielbasa.com. Must listen to podcasts. It's the uh, Sausage Hut podcast Get available on JohnnyKielbasa.com. Appreciate you. Bruh. Anytime, bruh. We're going to come right back. All of your calls real quick. Rapid fire. 404-872-0750. Throwback Thursday with Buddy Holly. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Arab on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Final second uh, segment of the show. Ten seconds, please. Strangest place you've ever visited in honor of Buzz Aldrin, the American hero. Terry's in Monroe. Terry, what's the weirdest place you've ever been? Well, I had two in mind I was going to tell okay. you. But I'll tell you uh, the, the last one I was alone. My wife and I took a cruise ship uh, from uh, Hawaii going to a little place down called Bearcot Islands. Okay. And we, we got down there, all right, you know. This place was exactly three degrees north of the equator. Wow. And it was a ship, the ship line owned this island. So they got there, they set up all the food and everything, you know, and we've got to explore the island. There's no electricity, uh, no cars, no nothing. You know, it's all dirt and sand. Yeah. They told us we got there, they said, uh, if you see with a uh, uh, collars on them, they're pets. If you see them without collars, they're cattle. You know, they're cattle. So they are interesting. I, I got to run, Terry. I'd, I'd love to talk to you all day. Joseph's indicator. Joseph, ten seconds. Weirdest, okay. strangest place you've been? I was been. a young naval officer on board the Wasp, and we went down to Nicaragua with uh, President Kennedy back in '62, and the president of uh, Nicaragua came on board ship. And I babysat his kids because I spoke Spanish and had a chance to, to take them around while the Get big man out. went around with the skipper. That's way, hey, Joseph. The answer thing was a Hobson's choice, and I'm not sure why it's called that. But I I was told that back in in psych at uh, studying for my uh, teacher certificate. Interesting, so, Hobson's choice. Thank you, Joseph. Marco and Lilburn. We need more lemon plates. Wow, strangest place you've ever been, my little Peruvian friend. <laughs> Uh, Kingston, Jamaica. Yeah. All right. Did you see the uh, the pot seals? <laughs> uh, yeah, and we digested them too. <laughs> you digested them too. Rick and Dorville. Rick, real quick. Strangest place you've ever been? Lake Nevot, Iceland. Wow. Was it was it gorgeous? It was very nice. My ex wife was a travel agent and arranged uh, marathon trips. Nevot uh, is their local net. But the race coordinator really liked us Americans and said, I'm going to take you swimming in the crack. Wow. Don't swim in the crack, kids. Wow. Do not swim yeah. in the crack. Stay away from the crack. Margaret and Marietta, real quick, Margaret, strangest place you've ever traveled to? Not so much strange, but scary as heck. We were in New Zealand when they had the 7.8 earthquake two weeks ago. No kidding. Wow. Oh, it was horrible. What were you, real quick, what were you doing in, in uh, New Zealand? Just, Just vacation? traveling around and hiking and doing all kinds of outdoor activities. Bless and i got to tell you, Mark, it's, it, it's, um, tornadoes are scary. Earthquakes are ten times scary. That's unbelievable. Margaret, I'm so, I'm so glad you're okay. Let's do Star of the Show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? He's got to be on the air in five hours. That didn't stop. Tad Lemire from B98.5 uh. coming in. Tad Lemire from the Tad and Melissa Morning Show is the star of the show. Check him out tomorrow uh, when uh, Scott's lays in commercials. Just flip down the <laughs> dial to 98.5. You can hear uh, the best of the 80s, 90s, and today. 
and Tad and Melissa and some goofball named Aram doing their traffic. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, Instagram Mark Aram, Wendy Liebman, comedian on the show tomorrow night. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. You and me and the devil makes three, don't need no other loving baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.